Good evening. My name is Jacob Redberg with the Office of the City Clerk. Uh, welcome to the Monday, January 22nd, 2024, 4 p.m. meeting of the Measure U Community Advisory Committee Budget and Policy Subcommittee. Uh, the meeting is now called to order. I will now uh, do a roll call uh, to establish a quorum. Member Bird is absent. Member Macias. Present. Member Pascal. Present. Member Sala. Here. Member Wolf is currently absent. Uh, we do have a quorum. Uh, I'd like to remind members of the public uh, that are in chambers, if you would like to speak on an agenda item, please turn in a speaker slip when the item begins. You'll have two minutes to speak once you are called on. After the first speaker, we will no longer accept speaker slips. We will now proceed with today's agenda. Please rise for the opening acknowledgments in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisanon people, the Southern Maidu, Valley and Plains Miwok, Patlin Winton peoples, and the people of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe. May we acknowledge and honor the native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather together today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation of Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contributions, and lives. Thank you. Please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Okay. We will now proceed to the discussion calendar. Our first item today is the selection of chair and vice chair for calendar year 2024. Uh, there's no staff presentation on this on this item. Uh, all information is detailed in your staff report, uh, but I will remind the uh, the committee of a few things. Uh, members may nominate another member or themselves for chair or vice chair. Uh, typically, nominations will be heard for the chair position first, then followed by the vice chair. Uh, a member may serve as the chairperson or vice chairperson for no more than two calendar years, which uh, that will be a non-issue as this is the first meeting of this subcommittee. Uh, and the newly elected chairperson, vice chairperson will start their terms at the next regular meeting. Um, so I am here for any questions if uh, members have any. Uh, Member Sala. Yes, I would like to nominate Nikki as chair. Member Macias. Chair, I think you're the most experienced of the of the rest of us here. So can I nominate Marbella as the vice chair? Absolutely. Nikki, how do you feel about your nomination? <laughs> um, I'm a little surprised. I wasn't expecting that to be <laughs> The first uh, uh, order of business, but um, I would be happy to. I'd be happy to be involved if that's the will of the committee and with the uh, 
guidance of our more seasoned commission member. I, I, um, I'm willing. So of the two motions um, today, I have a um, I have a motion by Member Sala uh, to um, uh, who nominated uh, Member uh, Pascal as the chair. Is there a second on that motion? I'll second. Excellent. I'll now call a roll call vote. Member Bird is absent. Member Masias? Uh, yes. Member Pascal? Um, I'll, I'll pass. We need three votes, right? Okay. Yeah, we need uh, the votes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Feels awkward, but I'll, I'll, I'll affirm. Yes. <clears throat> Excellent. Uh, Member Sala? Yes. And Member Wolf is absent. Uh, thank you. The motion passes. And Member Pascal is now chair of the subcommittee. Uh, for the vice chair uh, nomination, I have a, no a nomination from Member Masias uh, for uh, Member Sala as the vice chair. Is there a second on that? Thank you. I'll now do the roll call vote. Member Bird is absent. Member Masias? Yes. Member Pascal? Yes. Member Sala? Yes. Member Wolf is absent, and that motion passes for Member Sala as the vice chair of the subcommittee. Excellent. So um, those rules will take effect at the next, um, next scheduled meeting of the subcommittee. Um, our next order of business is the de development of fiscal year 2024-2025 Measure U budget priorities. Is there a staff presentation? There is not a staff presentation, but I'll go ahead and just set a little bit of context for this item. This is really an open discussion for you all to begin the development of your budget priorities for the upcoming budget year. Um, this subcommittee was really established to inform the full committee. And so um, what we're thinking as it relates to the timeline for council's consideration of the budget is that if tonight you can actually start to begin the process to, to really think about your priorities um, and pass a motion delegating authority to a single member who could actually take those priorities and, and put something in writing. Uh, because the, neither the subcommittee nor the full committee meets in February, um, we do have a month off, and so that's really gonna expedite the need to finalize the budget priorities. And so that's where delegating this authority to a single member who could get something in writing, bring it back to the subcommittee in March, and, and you would discuss it in that meeting and then sort of go into your full committee meeting at 5.30 p.m. to hopefully finalize those priorities and recommendations. I know um, it's potentially a, a very expedited timeline, but um, hopefully, you know, between having this subcommittee and, and this time to discuss those priorities, um, as well as this opportunity to assign um, authority to a single member who can put something in writing, we do hope that that can help you um, get, get to a point where the full committee feels comfortable um, finalizing its recommendations to council before council considers their, uh, the proposed budget.
request call. I, d I uh, did not mean to oh, my apologies. speak. That's okay. <laughs> Member so um, can that one individual that will be coming up with the draft, would that individual be able to work with someone else? As long as it doesn't violate the Brown Act? Because we want to make sure we don't violate the Brown Act. Uh, so, as if for this committee, so you yes. the quorum would be three um, because there's only five, right? Yes. Um, so, two individuals could work on it um, because that wouldn't, you just wouldn't be able to communicate with other, yes. other of the members. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, the two that are going to work on it, should, it should be limited to those two only. Correct. And they wouldn't be able to communicate with anybody else. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Member Masias. Um, I'd be happy to work on it if I could work on it with someone and if we came out with kind of clear, some clear uh, direction from this meeting. Member Pascal. I'd be happy to work on it as well. I, um, I does feel like, so if I'm, not mistaken, Ash, this item is also on the full committee agenda this evening, is that right? For the full committee agenda, we really gave deference to your 2024 work plan. And so that work plan entailed uh, two items. The first is a presentation from the Department of Community Response. Um, I anticipate that they'll mostly cover their homelessness response efforts, they may cover a little bit of their other responsibilities that relate to um, preventative efforts. Um, following that item is a discussion specifically on housing, affordable housing and homelessness. Um, so given that the DCR presentation will cover homelessness, um, we didn't see in, in the work plan a request to have a presentation on affordable housing, but we do anticipate having a subject matter expert in the audience who would be able to answer questions tonight. But to, the short answer to your question is, um, the item for discussing the budget priorities during the full committee meeting is scoped primarily to affordable housing and homelessness, not necessarily the full set of budget priorities. Okay. Um. Because I was just thinking, um, you know, how do we sort of, how do we get started on this in a, <laughs> in a way that, um, you know, reflects the thinking of the broader committee, I guess. Because ultimately that's how we have to present it, right? I don't have, let's go ahead. So there's two things. One is, um, I think you participated, all of you, in when we were prioritizing, and we did that survey of what we thought our priorities were and um, had additional comments. Some of that's outdated, but at least their priorities, um, the survey, and I'm wondering if we need to, because that was over a year ago, maybe, whether it needs to be updated or not. But if not, that's a starting point, and that was of the entire committee. So that gives us 
a sense of what the committee was looking, the members wanted to see happen, prioritized with, with the resources. The other is I keep hearing that um, because of the budget shortfalls, that Measure U will be limited in, in whether we can move monies around or whether we're gonna be able to make changes or it's gonna be status quo, whatever was funded last year is what we're gonna do. And, and that's a question I'd like to, whether whoever's gonna take this on needs to have from the city manager or assistant city manager answer like what are our parameters? Um, and that will help us because if they're saying really there's not gonna be any room to make changes and that's not gonna be, I, I, still, I still think we can stick to priorities but that will make things a little bit easier. That needs to be answered. Uh, Jacob Redberg with the City Clerk's Office. I hate to interrupt, but I did neglect to call uh, public comments on this item. And um, we do have one member of the public uh, signed up to speak, uh, Mr. Lambert Davis. doesn't matter. Um, first of all, I wanted to say that uh, my family and also a millennial following that we have with the cheesecakes, they gave me this to come today at four. And I'm going to do the best I can because I think I should be at the five o'clock, but I'll, I'll speak. I would like to uh, back uh, Mrs. or Commissioner Sala for uh, being nominated because she has tremendous integrity from my point of view. And uh, that's a good question she has because when, when I hear the budget is, is gonna be negative but I don't see the city manager's report, I think there should be no playing around with Measure U monies. That's our taxpayer monies, it's a half a cent. I voted for both times they should not be able to touch that money. That money was not to just play with. It, it went through a process to get here. The other thing is, um, I hope that Chairperson uh, Marjorie Dickerson is uh, renominated, I guess, at the next meeting because she's a very courageous person during the consent calendar of the first uh, city council meeting. She spoke up on my family's experiences that we had during participatory budgeting. That took tremendous uh, courage. Uh, I thought I was the only one really could go get it like that, but uh, that was impressive. And I hope that she does get nominated again. I will uh, talk to my family and see if I can hang around in downtown Sacramento until five o'clock because I want to see that happen. So that's it. Thank you for your comments. I have no other uh, uh, public speakers on this item. Uh, Member Macias. Um, thank you for the point you made. I mean, I really was interested in something similar about using <clears throat> maybe the subcommittee to, I've been interested in like diving deeper into understanding 
sometimes it feels, looking at the list of things that measure use funding, that it's like, I look and think, shouldn't this just be like a general fund? Like, or is, it, is measure you funding things that used to be from the general fund, and is just, or is it really funding add-on? And trying to better understand um, that kind of fungibility. Some of the documents we got in my first year, and maybe this is me just not understanding well enough, but even like revenue was just presented as general fund and measure you combined. And I was thinking, well, shouldn't they be thought of as separate as measure you is, was that what taxpayers were told that when it was passed that it was just funding general fund priorities? I mean, um, I, so to the extent we can understand that more and make sure we're defining or what, what's being defined as measure use spending, um, I'd like to spend some more time here thinking about that. I'll go ahead and just provide the standard clarification that we typically provide, which is when voters voted for Measure U, um, before it went to the ballot, any entity, whether it's an outside group or the city council that's putting out uh, a tax for voters to consider, can either do a general purpose tax or a special purpose tax. So as a general purpose tax, you only need a majority vote for passage versus a special purpose tax um, would require a two-thirds majority of voters. Um, in this case, um, in, in the decision to put it on the ballot, they decided to make it a general purpose tax. And that is the main reason why uh, Measure U is no different sort of uh, in its properties, so to speak, as general fund dollars because um, they can be used for any municipal purpose uh, because they are not special purpose funds. The, the use of, of Measure U funds are not restricted. However, um, and this sort of goes beyond um, our purview as, as city staff, um, there were ideas campaigned on during the election. Um, and, and so I think we've done our best as a city um, to, to provide a higher level of accounting of how Measure U dollars are spent um, in a way that, that's consistent with um, the city council's intent. But it is correct that at the end of the day, they are not different from general fund dollars um, with the maybe um, not so obvious point that it is an additional 1% of $143 million um, that we otherwise would not receive from the general fund had voters not approved Measure U. Thank, thank you for the clarification. I, I do think there's still maybe the spirit of the law. I mean, even if you go to the website and see how it's described to Sacramentans about what its purpose was and what it's going to and the intent. I mean, I'm looking at, you know, it talks about the intent of it to restore uh, certain services. And so I don't, I still think it could be worth, worth looking at. So your question, I think, for all of us at first, when we became commissioners, that was, we all were under the impression that it was earmarked, that half a cent was earmarked specifically to be used as described in the ordinance, only to find out later that it really goes into general fund and still with the focus of trying to use some of this money in, um, as described in the ordinance. But it's a recommendation. It was a surprise to all of us. And I agree with you 
that the spirit, everyone who voted for this, and I, I was told not to vote for it for that reason. They said it's just, it's not going to go in the areas they're saying it's for general fund. And I was like, no, it says right here that campaigning the mayor, everyone says it's targeted to go into um, underserved, under-resourced communities and these kind of things. So I too voted for that. And most everyone, unless you really do um, a very specific education, most everyone thinks that's the way Measure U is supposed to be utilized. And we had um, Lampert reiterate that, that that was the intent and that, that no one should be messing with that half a cent and it should stay with the spirit of the law. That being said, um, we can make the recommendations and we can and we can state this is how this money needs to be um, earmarked for and it should be the priority, but it's only a recommendation. And the Measure L, is that, is that also gonna be the same issue? That's a good question. Um, I do not have the answer to that. Oh, okay. So, um, so anyway, I, 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 I think that, that as a honoring what the community voted for, that to the extent possible, we can just stress and reiterate. And I think in, in all, um, recommendations have gone forth. That's always been a statement that upfront that measure you makes to strengthen the commitment that, that we have to the community, but that the city council should also have to the community, even though, you know, they, they, they fudged with the language, um, people voted for it. And that was the spirit of the ordinance. I can just quickly clarify, um, one of the big differences with Measure L is that it's not a tax. It just requires um, a minimum percentage of, of spending to be uh, allocated towards youth programs. So it's not an additional tax. Member Pascal. So I guess in terms of figuring out how we put together our recommendations, should we sort of use the survey that we did a few months ago as a base for the recommendation and then we can you know kind of have a discussion about that and also um, sounds like we can maybe reference some of what's been discussed here about you know the intent um, as it was presented to the voters and how that ref is reflected in the actual expenditures or not um, no. So we can, that would be good is to see the survey because then we have a sense of what the priorities are, but also, and Ash did this wonderful dashboard. So great because before it was cumbersome to us, for us to navigate where the funding was. So we can clearly see how that, what we, what was funded last year, how it, how it lines up with our priorities. And, and look at that more closely. And then, and then um, 
what I really like is being able to go under each section and see what is being funded there. So we might be able to look at what was funded last year and think, oh, well, maybe the same money, but maybe a different focus. So that's a, a good, um, and I'm wondering for, so if we look at the priorities, we have the priority for, for the, from the commissioners, can we at, at tonight's meeting at 5.30, can we ask if there's, can we ask them to provide any um, feedback as to what particular programs within those priorities that they would like to see funded or no? So that um, is not, that's, that level of specificity is not on the agenda, agenda as okay. an agenda item. You certainly could under the, the scope of homelessness and affordable housing. Oh. And then I would defer to the attorney on whether during committee member ideas and questions, if that would be an opportunity for kind of sort of one way. Um, to get that. Yeah expression of, yeah, it's a stretch, I, I don't want to. Because it's an advisory committee, um, it would be up to staff whether they want to bring that back. Huh? What do you mean? To provide that level of specificity, right? Well, hmm? They're really looking for, you're looking for input from the full committee members, yes. not just the members who are yeah. in this committee. So for example, this agenda item is really, it covers the entire Measure U budget. So anything from homelessness, affordable housing, investment, community response, public safety, inclusive economic development, youth, libraries, arts, creative edge, climate action, those are the, way that, the ways that, the categories that we've used to categorize the Measure U spending. Um, this agenda item allows you to really discuss all of those, but there isn't an agenda item on the next meeting that allows for discussion of all of those priorities. It's really scoped specifically to the um, community response and homelessness and affordable housing. So I guess the question is if, if during the next meeting they wanted the, to get input on without sort of going back and forth on it, if they just wanted to do a round robin of um, priorities or? Well, kind of, um, so in the survey, we had to rank what we thought were our priorities, but then we were able to add additional comments and there was very specific. We'd like to see X, this program funded. So under, I'm just using homelessness, we would like to see additional resources given to uh, sanitation and et cetera. I don't know, one of those. Um, so if someone says under that, homeless, but we want to see a shift this time and put some of that money in this area, that would help us. If we needed to make those shifts, we would have an idea of, of where to make them and how to recommend it. And it could be that everyone says, hey, you know, um, we're, we're happy with what was funded last year and the programs that are funded continue the same, and that's fine too. But if there's 
a member that wants a shift in the specific areas would be nice to get that feedback. Uh, yes, uh, I misunderstood the question. I, I thought you meant that the breakdown that was provided by staff, you wanted it broken down different. No, yes, then, then that would be the proper location to do it in. Yeah. At that time? Yeah. Okay. Member Macias? Well, it seems like if we can get, we can look at the survey and then the discussion from the, um, from our meeting at five, I mean, in part, maybe when we think about what we might could draft, could also sort of be like some menus of options or you know, looking at what's been funded and some ideas could do that way. I also was wondering, is this where we can include a recommendation on, or on participatory budgeting and bring that back? Oh, yeah. Or does that need to, or is that where this, that should start? Yeah. Here, okay. Yes, okay, we can start, that should be, we all know that's one of our priorities, so we, that would be our recommendation. Priority is for the million dollars to be, and, and um, yeah, absolutely, we need to recommend that, it should be one of our uh, first priority items. And um, one thing that I, I feel that when it comes to not so much here, but when it comes to would it, so our recommendation goes to the budget and audit. That's correct. City Council. Yes. That's when we want to make sure people come out and really advocate for our recommendations, and then at City Council, um, especially if we want to see the uh, million dollars go to participatory budgeting. But yes, that, that would be where we, we already know we want a million dollars. Well, actually we want more, but we know we're, we're probably, we'll be lucky if we get the million dollars. Is th that would be one of our recommendations right off the top. So we can, you wanna start at looking what what we what the priorities were in the survey and then matching it with looking at the dashboard or should we review the dashboard and is there anything we could look at that however and see is there anything that in the dashboard stands out to us that we want to further dive into or I'll just quickly note um, the priorities are in the staff report for this discussion item. Um, I do not have a dashboard readily accessible. Oh, that's right, though. And next, I have Member Pascal. Um, that was going to be my question for Ashes. What's the status of the dashboard, and um, what's next? I guess with the. <laughs> Um, it was really um, an effort to get something to you as quickly as possible for the Measure U Committee to um, have a tool to inform its budget recommendations, um, being able to look at what, what we're currently spending Measure U on, what, what you wish we were spending Measure U on. Um, we do not currently have any plans to publicize it. It is a public link, so you could post it on your social media or you can email it to other folks. Um, we did label it as a draft because um, it's potentially a, a work in progress. Um, 
but and I apologize, we we just there are no plans associated with it um, at this point, other than um, wanting to take that dense Measure U programming update that's about 29 pages, 19 pages um, in length, and make it a little more interactive, user friendly, easier to kind of see at a high level um, how those Measure U dollars are allocated. So. Um, at this point, I would treat it as a tool for, for you all as individual committee members to um, reference as you come up with ideas for recommendations. Member Sala? Um, can we, can you put the, our prior, what's a, attached to your report? Do you want to go through that? And it's the, you have it there, I forgot. Put, Put it up on the screen. Uh, we don't have that available at this moment. I will uh, work with on our agenda folks in the back if if to see if we can get that on on there. That way they can see it as well. Okay, so we can start there. Member uh, Pascal. So I just wanted to make sure I understand what we're thinking. So it sounds like um, Member Masios and I can work offline between now and March on putting together a draft recommendation that would then come to this subcommittee and then the same night would go to the full committee and would basically have to be finalized at that point to be on track with the recommendation, getting recommendations to the budget and audit and then to the full council. That's correct. The one thing I'll add is um, when you go to the full committee in March, they could effectively, they could first give their input on it and then they could vote to have you all finalize and put that in writing and have that be the final um, version of your recommendations as soon as the next day, the day after the meeting. So um, yes, it, yeah. I mean, the challenge would be if you wait another month to come back in April or now, you need to approve it in April. We wouldn't be able to get it to budget and audit until May. Um, and, and at that point, we're really at the tail end of the budget uh, discussion from council, so. And is there, a, sorry, am I out of turn? No. Is there any restriction on, so, so there's a, a maximum of two people from this committee that can work together on this. Is there a restriction on people from, people that are not on this committee, but are on the larger committee is there, in terms of the number of um, people that staying below the uh, quorum number of? You mean to attend this meeting? No, like let's say um, Member Macias and I are working together on this. Can we speak to people who are on the full Measure U committee but are not represented on this sub panel?
I would say that that gets tricky because you wouldn't be able to talk. It depends how many and who. Um, because you can't have a serial meeting with more than eight because then you'll violate the other one. Um, and then if they come here, then they're participating too. It would probably be best not to, but I think there, it probably would not be an immediate violation to just chat with someone right away. Um, I have to think more about it. Yeah, because you'd want to avoid meeting the, the eight quorum in the full committee, um, including the five members here. Um, and if this one expands in the future. Got it. Okay, thank you. I wanted to quickly mention the survey. Um, if you all were interested, we could do another survey. And so and if, if the two subcommittee members who are working on developing the draft recommendations wanted to come up with a list of questions that they wanted included in that survey, um, I believe we could, I, as staff, I could conduct the survey and then publish those results in the March agenda for everyone to see. And then it would be a public document at that point. So. That's potentially an option as well. Member Masias. First, um, Ash, you made this this dashboard yourself. It's... Um, yes, with the I, it, it's the same data that we've provided you before, um, but yes, it's excellent. I mean, it's much a better resource than anything I've seen on the city's website. I mean, it'd be great. To make, to make something like this available. It's really uh, useful to use, intuitive, has great information. Um, so thank you. Um, I guess I'm interested in hearing from you, from you both what you, like what should our goal be from this, for, for this letter or even, what do we want to get? So in, in, I know we want to come up with a recommend, you know, Recommend again participatory budgeting. I think we all support that. Um, I think, I, I mean, I, like I said before, I'm interested in looking at what is funded and sort of, I mean, it seems like the best we can do is kind of a gut check on whether this feels to us like a, some th you know, examples of things that may, or may not feel like they're in the spirit of what voters have been told about or thought they were, we think voters thought they were voting for with Measure U. But, even the the survey of the committee, I mean, we can, I guess we just have, have to think about what, what do we do with it? I mean, if I think in the last one, there was a broad agreement that we want to see more investment in like housing and homeless issues. Um, but I'm, I'm not, you know, looking at the, the, the chart that Ash sent, I, I, I guess I'm not sure what we, how do we translate our survey into, you know, if, if 80% of us think that should be a priority, does that mean the budget to you know, measure you spending should reflect 80% spending on that? Or are we just, how do we know the current amount they're spending? It doesn't, doesn't feel like enough, <laughs> just looking outside. But um, are there specific, you know, how do we get into, I just don't feel 
qualified even with in, to write like, well, here's what the city should be spending money on instead. I don't, I don't know what those programs are. Um, it seems like maybe a longer term, and maybe that's the reason why we need things like participatory budgeting, or and maybe the committee would, you know, we don't get anyone at our meetings coming to, or, apologies, we do get, we don't get a, a huge amount of the public coming to the meetings and telling us what they think is important and where they'd like to see the spending going and giving us ideas. So it feels, um, I mean, it, I'm fine to, to say we all think feel like there needs to be more spending on certain issues, but I just don't know how, if you, if you have ideas about how we get more specific. Member Pascal. Yeah, I think we kind of ran into this challenge last year too about how do, do we put some specificity around, like do we say X million dollars should be spent on homelessness and housing or um, I'm curious, um, Member Sala, since you've been here longer, has the, um, have you all done that in the past? Like sort of tried to put a target out there or try to, because right now it feels like we kind of have a laundry list of things that are all important. And is that something you've done in the past? Like try to get, put more emphasis on one thing or another? Um, so when I first, joined they were putting numbers associating so much in this area and this area i think the last one may maybe the last one and may i'm not sure if it was before that but definitely the last one we we we, we really decided we're not going to put um numbers because that's something the city manager um has already identified where and they're just basically funding what we did is focused on making it our priority and saying, so for example, whether it's homeless or youth, we want that to be a priority. Um, and then there was a call out in the paragraph of certain emphasis with that. So um, at one time, which I didn't look that closely to see if, if that happened, but we talked about having increased services youth for Native Americans and Hmong youth. So it was called out in the, just in like the youth, that's a priority, but we want some of this money to go in this, in this focus because there, there wasn't a focus of that for <coughs> senior services, that kind of thing. So, but we didn't, we didn't attach a number to it. And I think that felt better for us because we're not doing the manager's job, but we're still saying that. So this is where we want the priority and the focus to be. And it could shift on, um, so right now, if you look at the dashboard, you'll see where most of the funding, uh, it's youth. So we could say, well, yeah, because of Measure L, maybe we don't need all of we need that not to be a priority for Measure U monies, and then say why or not, and say we'd like it to be um, the shift of priorities to go in this other area, community response or whatever. So, and then and that's what goes in the description. 
I have another question. <laughs> um, it seems like um, Ash, there was a the city was putting out some kind of survey um, recently. Do you know was the t is there a timeline on when those results come in? Good question. I believe I haven't checked the most recent timing, but I believe the intent was to align with the budget process. So. Um, I can follow up with the committee and see if we can get a specific date for you. Um, the other, just while we're on the topic, um, one other idea too would be for um, committee members to contact their council members and figure out, hey, you know, you know, we advise you regarding measure you spending. What what information would be useful to you, and potentially use that. Um, I currently have no members with their hands raised. Member Sala. Um, so going back to a, so when we did the survey way back when, it was it was a while ago. And I don't, was everyone, in, all the new members participated in that survey? Were they able to identify their priorities? I believe this was last May. Um, so and so there has been some changes in the committee uh, membership, but for the most part, most, most of the current members would have participated in that survey. And if they did a survey, you said you would be able to bring it back to this committee? Uh, we could bring it back to both committees. Or but then but and would that delay our ability to make our recommendations in a timely manner? Not necessarily, only if the two members who are responsible for developing the draft recommendations feel like they need those survey results in order to do a draft, but that, that is the point of a draft, is it doesn't need to be final, so the, the two members could come in with a draft to that um, March subcommittee meeting. The subcommittee could then discuss both the draft as well as the survey results, try to harmonize the two, um, then bring what has been harmonized to the full committee in, at, the, at the full committee meeting in March and then potentially provide final direction to, to finalize those recommendations. I also like, I also really like that, suggesting that each commissioner go back and have a dialogue with their city council person and say, what would you like to see as your priority, and is there any specific programs within that priority that you've established that you would like us to support? Or and and I don't know how to bring that that inform the response to the survey, or we not do the survey and then then have um, the commissioners through you bring get view that information and you say this was a result of the feedback they received from their council members. Because I think that would be also powerful. So just to clarify, if there were a survey, um, that survey would include questions that are based on how the appointed council members responded? Oh. Uh, I just wanted to clarify that um, I'm not yet at a point where I'm ready to um, implement a survey. I think oh. the idea would be um, if the two members who are going to draft the budget recommendations are interested in a survey, I could work with them 
um, before the next meeting to get that get the survey questions out, get the responses, and then prepare the staff report that summarizes those findings. So it's really up to the up to the committee um, if if you all want to go that route. Member Masias, does um, this dashboard, and especially just looking at the how you've how you've categorized this in the in the chart on the first page, have you done this for previous budget cycles? No. We did, um, the closest thing we did was the fact sheet. I don't know if you remember that. That was a static PDF document, so obviously you can't click into it <laughs> to get more detail. Um, but that, I think it, there was a chart, at least one chart in there. Maybe not. Um, Do you, I'm, okay. I, I guess I was hoping for or, th or thinking about, like, one way to think about recommendations could also be, here's where um, members think should be a priority and then looking at, I don't know, the last several budget cycles and which categories are growing or changing or staying the same. Um, but I'm not, uh, it sounds like we don't have kind of apples to apples comparisons. Correct. We do not. Welcome. We're talking about um, how this subcommittee <coughs> could develop uh, like budget recommendations and then if you go to the full committee. And one area we, and so um, Member Pascal and I agreed we could work on putting something together to bring back to a meeting and then I think we all agreed we wanted to include a recommendation for participatory budgeting again. We have to put this together. We have our um, the survey that Ash took of the committee last year where we kind of ranked what our priorities would be, and that's in the agenda for tonight. And then um, we were talking about how to sort of gather other input within the constraints of um, uh, not... Uh, creating a quorum for legal purposes, I guess. One major priority was homelessness, right, and our affordable housing. Yeah, and we're going to hear more about that tonight. So, um, so it it does seem like after, at the end of t of the full meeting tonight, we can ask for one one directional input from other committee members? Did we decide that? I, so. I believe our attorney um, said that that's okay for one-way input. Yeah. Okay, so just not a discussion. Okay. Do we need, oh. do we need to vote on this? Yes, the staff recommendation on this item is to pass a motion authorizing one subcommittee member to draft uh, fiscal year 2024-2025 measure you budget priorities and recommendations for the subcommittee's consideration at its March 2024 meeting. 
Um, I'm, I'm not sure if the, this idea of having a second member involved needs to be part of that motion or if that can be done informally, but um, it is a staff recommendation, so you have some discretion to change that motion from one to two members, um, if that's allowed. Is it unmuted? So I don't think you could vote on it because then it would be considered an official action which would create another subcommittee without, so you'd have to go through PPNE. So you could just take it as a, I guess file and receive and work on it individually. But they could still vote for the single member to draft recommendations, is that right? Uh, yeah, for a single member as the, I suppose as the principal one. I suppose you can't really have a committee of one. Do you have a preference? Do you want to be the sure. primary drafter? Sure, I'm happy to do that. You agreed to be chair today. <laughs> um, and then should we include in that that there will be a recommendation in there for, for participatory budgeting? I was just gonna say you can, but it sounded like you were asking the other committee yeah. members, is that right? Do I need, do, do we need a vote or anything on that or we can just bring back the that as a recommendation? So it, um, you've, there, the subcommittee, some members of the subcommittee have identified participatory budgeting as one priority for Measure U. And so when you pass the motion authorizing one subcommittee member to draft those budget priorities in writing, um, presumably that individual would take into account the fact that um, this subcommittee has already identified participatory budgeting as one priority. And so um, in that sense, you don't need to formally include participatory budgeting in the motion, but um, it sounds like that has been identified as a priority. Member Sala. So the motion right now is, and so I can say it, is I move to appoint the Raul to be the lead person, or not say lead, to be the person to draft the recommendations, um, our budget recommendations. Is that? Is that correct? That's it? Okay. That's my motion. Okay. Thank you. So I have a motion authorizing uh, member Raul Macias to draft the fiscal year 2024-2025 Measure U budget priorities and recommendations for the subcommittee's consideration at its 2024 or March 2024 meeting. Uh, is there a second on that motion? Member Pascal? has seconded the motion. I'll now do the roll call vote. Member Bird. Yes. Member Macias. Yes. Member Pascal. Yes. Member Sala. Yes. Member Wolf is absent. Uh, thank you, the motion passes. And with that, are there any more comments? Member Sala? 
So now my second question is, or something else that we were discussing is the survey. So does that need, that doesn't need, because that's not on the agenda, that's just a receive and file? The survey results we presented in item two were from last year and really just background material to inform the discussion regarding your priorities. Um, as it relates to issuing a new survey, that is now at the discretion of member Masias to, to work with staff and request that staff uh, oh, publish it. a survey and member Masias would be responsible for providing those questions in the survey and uh, making sure that, the, that you're asking the, the type of input that member Masias will want to incorporate into that draft document. Could, could I help him draft the questions to the survey? So could I, could I work with him to draft the questions for the survey? Uh, with Raul, with Member Macias, I'm sorry. Is that the question? Yes. Uh, yes, provided that no one else is, I suppose. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> got it. Okay. With that, I have no more members with their, um, who've requested to speak. Uh, we will move on to the next item which is uh, member comments, ideas, and questions for matters not on the agenda. Seeing none. Um, just wondering, and maybe uh, or Ash, if you have, were there, what are the other um, areas that it was imagined this committee might take on for the year? I mean, when it was discussed in the past or when? So the subcommittee schedule for 2024 includes three meetings. Um, this is your first one. The second one is scheduled for March and the third one is scheduled for May. Um, so really the intent um, was to inform the budget development process um, beyond that, um, I will say that the scope of the committee is fairly broad, given that it's identified as budget and policy development. Um, so potentially there are additional topics the committee might take up. Um, I will say, I, and we haven't even talked about it as staff, but it doesn't appear that we yet have an agenda log or we, I, I'm not even sure if we're going to establish an agenda log or keep the one for the full committee. Um, that might, uh, that's a level of detail we have not yet <laughs> um, considered at this point, but um, I will say given that there are only two more subcommittee meetings in 2024 at this point, um, this would be a good opportunity to voice any um, additional topics or agenda items you would like to see or you would like to discuss in either April, uh, sorry, March or May. Member Pascal. 
think I had a similar a similar question because um, I know when we went to the is it P and PE committee there was sort of a vision I think presented to the committee but then I wasn't sure if what was actually approved was narrower in scope or um, the PNPE committee approved the draft 2024 work plan as it was approved by the Measure U committee. And so we have included that as in agenda item two on the full committee's agenda at 530. And so you, you although it is on the consent calendar, potentially it, it could be uh, discussed at that meeting. And then I think another... Well, sort of another big priority that the committee has had, that I don't know if this subcommittee can help move forward, is around the participatory budgeting recommendations and so forth. And I'm not sure, Ash, do you have any more further, I guess, information about how that was received by um, the council and so forth? Or maybe we'll learn at the next meeting. Yeah, I'm, I'm reluctant to summarize um, what was what the council members um, said. I, I mean, obviously, they, they did not, um, they have yet to um, allocate additional funding for participatory budgeting at this point. Um, and so I, I would just leave it at that. Member Sala. Um, so I'm glad you brought up participatory budgeting because I think even though you said we only have um, three meetings that have been approved, we need to have definitely, I'm going to assume we're going to get funded for participatory budgeting. And even if we don't, by we're, at the completion of, of the projects, we should still be involved in seeing the outcomes and what happened with these these um, programs that were funded. But by that, by the time May comes around, we'll, or soon after that, you'll be wrapping it up and I would like for, for the results to come here and we make, we make recommendations. I still believe that the city council really needs to hear specificity about each program, not each one, but highlighting um, programs that the success and and how many people they served and what was unique about them. But I, I want to believe that they're going to give us the $1 million. And if they do, this is the committee that would, would fit nicely to, to shepherd this along. So, so we need to, our, our calendar needs to change. We need more meetings other than it just ending in May. That's my recommendation. And I can't make a motion because, but it can be a receive and file, or we, we bring our recommendation, what we just discussed here, to the 530 meeting? Or how, how, what's, how does that work? Um, I will just quickly say I'm not in a position to speak on any additional meetings at this point. Um, and what I mean is speak on whether you could or couldn't, or if so, how. Um, on the point of participatory budgeting, um, if the subcommittee wants to discuss that at its next meeting, we could certainly provide an update. We could also do it at the full committee, or we, or we could do it at the full, full committee, or we could do it at both. So we, I think we just need a little more 
input, I guess from the subcommittee at this point would just be within the scope of the subcommittee since we're not in a full committee meeting at this point. So um, is, I guess I'll just pose the question very directly, is the subcommittee interested in an update on participatory budgeting at its March meeting? What do you mean an update? So, sorry, and there was one, because I, I don't know the answer to this question either, um, which is the timing of when the projects are all going to be completed. Obviously, they're going to be completed on a rolling yeah. basis. Um, we do have a, a different dashboard that we've shared previously that um, it doesn't quite capture the outcomes of the projects because we're yeah, not quite yeah, there yet. Right. Um, I believe it does have the end dates, though, so we could certainly uh, bring an update bring any kind of new or updated information um, to the March meeting on the status of the participatory budgeting implementation grants. Um, and, and really, I would just be interested in talking openly about what the end dates of those projects are and whether it's realistic that uh, if we have any data, and if so, how much um, would, would be available to inform the, the budget recommendations that would basically need to be finalized. Okay, so I, that would be a great, a great, great thing to have it in March. But then my question is then, can we, how do we as a subcommittee or as, as the Measure U Commission, how, can we go back to um, the PMP and ask for additional meetings to be scheduled and if we can do that how do we do how do we go about doing that Jacob Bredberg with the office of the city clerk um, the um, meeting calendars for 2024 were uh, finalized by city council in November of 2023 I believe it was the November 14th meeting uh, of 2023 um, if uh, the need arises to schedule a special meeting due to um, um, you know, immediate work that needs to be done by the commission, um, um, through staff uh, could work with the office of the city clerk to uh, possibly schedule a special meeting. Um, but that was, for our, that was for the commissions, not the subcommittees. A special meeting can be called for the subcommittees if, if um, you know, there's immediate work for uh, the subcommittee to uh, continue. Uh, okay. that, yeah, that needs to be uh, okay. accomplished. Okay. That can't be accomplished outside of the regular schedule. Hermosius. Um just think about an agenda item in March, if, and maybe this is more for the full committee, but when we come back and we're looking at, you know, these recommendations, um, including this one on participatory budgeting, I wonder if in March would be a good time to discuss, I mean, it's one thing to put this in a letter eventually from the committee to the, uh, to the city council and the mayor, but if, are there other ways to bring attention to participatory budgeting, what happened, this committee the, and its request to renew it um, and whether it's worth, worth trying to bring some more attention, I don't know, reaching out to the SACB or some other way to, to do that, to share the success of it and 
hopefully remind people that it happened. I'm sorry, so the agenda item for March would be the opportunity to discuss that or? Yeah, I think it would be to discuss what we do with the recommendation that we're coming out with um, beyond just sending it to the city council. Can we discuss how we bring publicity or attention to it? Sure. That I have no other hands raised by commissioners. Are there any commissioners who'd like to comment? With that, I will move to our final item, uh, public comments, matters not on the agenda. I do have one speaker slip uh, uh, for this item. Uh, Mr. Lambert Davis. couple of concerns um, when I hear participatory budgeting uh, to me it's it's nothing new it's just a different phrase I mean a budget is a budget you learn a budget when you graduate from high school and got to get a, uh, a financial aid to go to college or a driver's license when I attended a lot of meetings, and I went to a lot of meetings, Mayor Steinberg saw me probably more than anybody. I never heard homelessness, and I never heard affordable house, uh, housing in there. It was all, they used a lot of emphasis on underserved communities. And I believe it was part of a, a, a trick to get it to pass. Um, and had I known that, Measure U was going to be put into the general fund, I wouldn't have voted for it because that's a deception to me. And they're taking money out of my account, uh, whether I'm a business owner or whatever I buy. So I want to see that money go to underserved communities. Uh, as a person who went to many Measure U meetings and participatory budgeting, I intentionally went to four different meetings and turned in the same paperwork and my paperwork was lost. And on March uh, 20th, it was confirmed that there was also a quota system established through a group called Asian Resources. I think that should be investigated. I think Otto Kent was part of that. And I believe uh, Mr. Ragani, who has admitted that my paperwork has been, uh, they'll do better next time I think my family should be made whole and a check should be cut to my family. Thank you for your comments. Uh, I, have no, I have no other speakers um, who have signed up to speak on this item. Uh, with that, this meeting is adjourned at 5.14 p.m. <laughs>